Welcome to the Shit Talk Tango, the future hit podcast where an accountant, no, no, not that kind, and a fellow corporate millennial watch celebrities perform ballroom dancing routines and judge as if we have any right to be doing so. We do not. Are you a Dancing with the Stars fanatic or a newbie? Either way, you can cut right in. Each episode, we'll be recapping this week's Dancing with the Stars and provide our thoughts on the celebrities' performances on and off the dance floor. We're your hosts. I'm Meg. And I'm Jenna. And it's time to do the Shit, shit Talk, talk Tango. tango. <laughs> Maybe we should do that line one last time. Hey, Jenna. How's it going? Going great, Meg. We just completed one Disney night. We have one more to go. Absolute insanity. Do they do that every season? They sure do. They sure do a Disney night every season. And yeah, you, you've you digested your first night. We are going to debrief on night one of Disney night, the heroes night now. Then we will take a break, watch night two, which is villains night, and continue our commentary from there. Is Disney night always two nights? No, no. I think it's usually only one night. That was just special for us this season. Special for us. I don't know what's going on. I'm sure it's a scheduling uh, situation down the line. They probably have a season of like The Bachelor that they need to get on the air Monday nights a week earlier. So they just are cramming into two nights of competition and double the Disney fun for, for you and me. Wow. Are you a Disney fan? I mean, I'm a Disney fan in the sense of I watched Disney movies as a child and I've gone to Disney World as a child and I, you know, have an affection for it in that, you know, nostalgic manner, but I wouldn't say I'm a, a current Disney fan. Me either. In fact, I was really blown away by the amount of Disney that was packed into that one episode and that we're going to have another one today and it was just a lot it was a lot for me the opening package was just hysterical I loved being able to like decipher who they had more control over versus who was like I'm absolutely not wearing a shirt with Mickey Mouse on it some people looked really crazy yeah props to Iman he somehow got away with just dressing completely normal and like doing barely any Disney-esque things in that intro he was like nah man I'm I'm good I'm not doing this Matt James did not come out scot-free he's clearly owned by the ABC Disney Corporation because he looked like a damn fool not just during the Disney package but also you know this Disney episode gave me like the nostalgia of watching one of the sitcoms in the 90s when they would like go to Disney Disney World, like Boy Meets World, when Corey and Topanga broke up and he was like swimming through the aquatic tank asking <laughs> her to like give him a second chance. Do you, remember, do you have any memories of that? I remember that vividly. And I also remember the uh, Full House Disney episode when DJ kept seeing Steve and all the different princes from all the different areas of Disneyland. So yeah, I mean, a- so let, let's that let's just make the point clear. ABC has no shame. ABC has no shame pulling in Disney into any and every program that they possibly can weave it into. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Was there anything that you liked about the intro? There was one thing I liked about the intro, and it was that Jimmy Allen was wearing a dumb, goofy hat instead of his freaking bandana. And that is about it. The bandana was underneath the goofy hat. I'm almost like certain. I liked the opening package in the sense that they were like all dancing around Disney World and like, how do you not enjoy that ridiculousness? But like 
overall, I just was like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. I can't believe I have four hours of this to watch. Talk about overwhelming. Another model walk entrance from Tyra, wearing arguably her best outfit of the season, but once again, that's not saying much. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely Tyra's best outfit. It was definitely the most flattering, despite the fact that she was wearing a wig that made her look like she had Gaston's hair in honor of Disney night. The first look at the contestants was absolutely horrifying. Um, They did like a shot of the Miz dressed up as the genie. Oh my God, it was so scary. I'm going to have nightmares about that for weeks. As we mentioned, this is going to be a double packed episode because this is a two night episode of Dancing with the Stars. So we're going to give you our top line feelings about all of these dances because we have a lot a lot to get through. Are you ready to go through it with me, Mac? Let's dive right in. The first dance of the night was Jojo Siwa and her partner, Jenna. They were uh, embodying the characters of Cinderella and Prince Charming, dancing a Viennese waltz to A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. And so... Jojo, very interestingly, was playing Prince Charming and dressed in the more, you know, masculine way. She was definitely leading um, in the leading role. Less fluidity between their male and female roles in this choreography and much more traditionally ballroom. And I mean, I don't remember anything from Jojo's package, but I remember that this dance was phenomenal. There is nothing to remember in Jojo's package. Jojo's dance gave me straight chills. I had chills running through my body until the damn Mickey dance challenge, which... For the listeners who maybe spared themselves watching night one of Disney's night, um, there was a Mickey dance challenge where there were certain moves, a certain sequence of moves that they had to weave into their choreography, which can be really challenging depending on the style. This style being one of those, it was very like, you know, I mean, he's a mouse. He can't really dance, right? So the moves really weren't meant for the Viennese waltz, which is really smooth and and beautiful. They were pretty cheerleader-esque moves that they had to work in. I thought this dance was going to be possibly a 10 and up until the moment of the Mickey dance challenge. It wasn't that it was bad. It just did not work in this dance. Yeah, it was really lovely. They were like twisting each other. It kind of looked like the end of the movie. But then the Mickey part was so ridiculous. It completely ruined the dance. The judges gave it a total score of 35. Nines from everyone but Len. Len Len really did not like that Mickey challenge and gave it an eight. Bruno said that it was a dream come true. 21st century charm, grace, and elegance. I mean, he said it really well. And I will say that her, this was her best work on the character this season. I feel like she really embodied, like took the, took the role seriously as Prince Charming and it helped her control her face. It was almost like she knew she had to be a little more refined and serious and she was less kind of young and chaotic with her facial expressions. Yeah, she did keep one face, one good facial expression. I gave her a nine as well. I mean, like I said, I had chills going through my body. So I was I was ready for the 10 until the uh, the the Mickey dance challenge. I also gave her a nine. The Tyra asked her like the most ridiculous question of like, what is it like playing a prince? And Jojo, honestly, everybody really handles Tyra's questions so well. But she was like, girls could do anything. It's really clear that Jojo loves Jenna and that there is like a good trust between the two of them. A little interesting tidbit for folks out there who might not be on Jojo's TikTok. There are some rumors that her actual girlfriend IRL might be a little bit jealous of 
the relationship between her and Jojo, which obviously is a little bit ridiculous. Yes, Jenna's married to Val, another performer, and like significantly older than Jojo. Jojo's 18-year-old girlfriend probably isn't taking those logical statistics into her consideration when she's getting upset. That's completely true. This is all speculation for the record. This is speculation based off one TikTok. (laughs) All speculation, allegedly. It seems reasonable. Carrie Ann's hair was not looking great tonight. And actually, when she first came on the screen for the first time, you sitting next to me screamed out loud. (laughs) It was horrible. She had bangs, I think, the first few weeks. And she looks great in bangs. I think she maybe needs to keep the bangs. Something was going on with the, the, the pulled back tightness of the top that just really wasn't working. And Well, she was wearing an absolutely terrible wig. <laughs> yes. What, I feel like the Dancing with the Stars wig department needs a budget increase. They need to be absolutely fired. So our next celebrity, Mel C and her partner, Gleb, she got to be Mary Poppins, which was absolutely fitting for the only British person in the cast. She, we met to meet Melcy's mom. She was so cute. She uh, worked really hard to make it possible for Melcy to dance. So it was really nice that she got to like pay tribute to her. They described her as a very well-determined perfectionist. She was such a cute Mary Poppins. But when she started to dance, her face got really scary. <laughs> I think, I mean, that song, so they danced a jazz style to Step in Time. And the beat and the pace of that song is so intense. It's so quick. I feel... I, I thought she still did a good job, but I it wasn't as clean and polished as her prior dances because it was so much content. And on top of it, it was extremely fast content. The the judges, they, they liked it. You know, Carrie Ann said it was jam-packed, but the beginning was out of sync. Len really liked it. He said it was full of fun, joy, and it was enchanting. Derek had to give himself like a pat on the back for having danced to this song with Dick Van Dyke a few years ago. And then he noted that her transitions were hectic and I had to agree. And Bruno said it was so difficult because of the timing and he also noted that they lost sync. So they got a 31 out of 40. They got eights from everyone except for a seven from Carrie Ann. I gave them an eight as well. So I was like kind of thinking a six in my mind, but then the judges, I think, like made me kind of give it a seven. Like they kind of talked it up a little bit. I thought that Carrie Ann was the only person that she was honest. She like really tore it apart. And then everybody else kind of was like, okay, well, Carrie Ann was the mean one. We'll, we'll just give her some like nice fluffy compliments. I think they want to see Mel C around. I'll be excited to see what she does in Villains Night because I think she is at a kind of crucial point of the competition for her where she needs to have a breakthrough in order to stay kind of in the that top three or four that she's sort of been maintaining for the last few weeks. Our next contestant, Matt James and Lindsay. This was a damn mess. (laughs) They danced to a song from The Incredibles. They danced a quick step. Their costumes looked so crazy. If you've seen The Incredibles. He was Frozone. Frozone is the character and they literally put him in a straight up unitard, including like a head. With like these crazy glasses, which stressed both me and Derek out. It looked like he was going to fall. It looked like he had absolutely no idea where he was going. He was just bouncing around the house. I mean. That unitard was not hiding anything. Every mistake was just, there was nothing to, to save him. The one thing I will say was that the whole dance was so ridiculous that the Mickey steps really did just like fit right in there. This was like the only dance of the night that benefited from the Mickey dance challenge. 
It was just so, so silly. They were, they're all really nice to him because, you know, he was the bachelor, so they have to be. And Carrie Ann told him to work on his technique, but it was still delightful. Why do I give everybody a British accent? I don't know. Len admired his work ethic and tenacity. He said it was quick and the steps were fun and energetic, but then he ended up giving it a six, so he didn't really like it that much. And, you know, Derek, again, he loved the commitment, but the glasses stressed him out like me. So he got a 26 out of 40. He got sixes from Carrie Ann and Len and sevens from Derek and Bruno. I also gave him a six. I gave him a six too. I was not impressed by this dance at all. In fact, I was completely confused by it. I was not confused by the next dance. I was amazed. I was proud. I was wowed by it. Jimmy Allen and my girl Emma, they danced to one of the best Disney songs that's ever happened, uh, that's ever been written, I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. They danced the Paso Doble, which is one of my favorite dances, as we remember from the Mart. Martin uh, Cove episodes. Jimmy must own stock in bandanas. He wears one every single episode. Um, and we learned about his dad, who's his hero. But fortunately, he passed away a few years ago. He said that he was going to dedicate this dance to his dad if it was good. And you know what? His dad is up in heaven celebrating the man that he made out of Jimmy Allen because this dance was absolutely fabulous. The turns, the wows. It, it was just so beautiful. Did he almost punch her in the face at the end? Maybe, but it doesn't matter because they were freaking fabulous. All of, all of my votes went to Jimmy Allen last night. You know, the only thing that disappointed me about this dance was that not even Disney Night could get him to take off that damn bandana. But I, you know me, I have not been a fan of his. It has taken him a while to win over my heart. And last night he did it because the improvement we saw week over week was incredible. I think Emma having to stay in a certain lane with the styling prevented her from going too off the rails in that department. Yeah, I know you've been personally offended by her styling before. See, I have been. But you know what? He he just killed it. He You can tell he worked so hard. Their Mickey dance challenge, which by the way, I was getting so annoyed at how much the judges were talking about the Mickey dance challenge. And now I'm not going to shut up about the goddamn Mickey dance challenge. But the way they interpreted it, it was so different than everyone else's. They sort of slowed down parts of it, made it a little karate-esque to fit in with the Mulan theme. I... I just, I, I'm, I can't believe that I liked this dance as much as I did. And I also gave Jimmy Allen 10 votes. I gave him half my votes. I couldn't give him all my votes, but I gave him half my votes. That's okay. I'm so glad that he was able to get some of your votes last night because he's going to need them tonight. I gave him an eight. Derek and Carrie Ann also gave him an eight. Len and Bruno were blind. They gave him a seven. Although Bruno did say that he was looking like he was auditioning on, on Broadway. He did. He did. Everybody seemed impressed and appreciative of the of the hard work he put in to kind of get where he was was last night comparatively to the last few weeks. I also gave him an eight. Thought he was absolutely fantastic. He added spice to the Mickey Dance Challenge, which I hate that I know. And it was just so freaking good. It was, it was my favorite dance. At the end, Tyra had a weird comment where she said, you're going to be another baby daddy again. Well, actually the same baby daddy, just with more babies. Oh my God. It was... <laughs> it, it's times like these I just really miss Erin Andrews' ability to like sideline converse with people and just come up with like casual, easy chit chat to, to fill the void, right? Tyra has 
zero skill in that ability. It's actually really, really sad and horrifying to watch this happen. And you know what? All of the contestants handle it really well. They all roll with the punches. They must have been warned before. <laughs> they just like know Tyra. But it's so bad. It's so embarrassing. Something else that was embarrassing last night was Alan's wig in this next dance. <laughs> so next up is Amanda Klutz and Alan. They danced uh, to a song, Tarzan, You'll Be In My Heart. And they they danced the rumba. And Alan was wearing the the most ridiculous wig that we've seen all season. And that's saying something. And I once again reiterate that the Dancing with the Stars wig department needs a budget increase. Yes, the Tarzan outfit was pretty horrifying. Um, this dance was good. Not her best faces. She looked a little bit crazy. I'm getting pretty critical of the faces. I thought that the Mickey dance challenge fit in really nicely. It just kind of felt they kind the two of them fell out of sync at the end Um, i did want to say that we did get to meet amanda's son elvis in the beginning and there's this really awkward moment alan takes elvis out of amanda's arms and you could tell that this kid was terrified um but back to their dance Yeah, I mean, it, the thing that I also, I, I'm, I struggle because this isn't their fault. Production assigns them the style and the song of dance. And I just felt like why the rumba, one of the most important parts of a rumba is the romance and the chemistry. But this song is about a mother and a son. So they were just like setting it up to be a weird kind of content. It was like... They had to fit into this like sensual dance style, but like you're supposed to be playing a mother and a son. That kind of, I thought that was bizarre. Overall, I thought the dance was a little bit boring. I mean, it was like nice, but it was not my favorite of the night. Yeah, she's really missing that wow factor. She got eights all across the board from the judges. Because they just know she's a great dancer. They do. There was a very uncomfortable moment in the judging panel when Derek told Len to relax and Bruno and Carrie Ann, you would have thought that from their reactions that, you know, Derek had just shot, shot Len in the face. I mean, everybody was scared. In the history of being told to relax, nobody has ever relaxed. It was so uncomfortable. There was actually another really uncomfortable moment where Carrie commented that her and uh, Alan were wearing the same wig. And as we've already discussed, that wig was terrible. Len pointed out that, you know, it was really like lovely and everything was right, but they missed the the Mickey dance challenge at the end. And that was like a little bit what they argued over, right? It was the Mickey dance challenge. Everybody was getting fired up about the Mickey dance challenge. I gave her an eight. I was with the judges on that. I think she's still doing really well. Her her technique is insane. It's just now, like you said, I was a little bit bored. And I like we need we need that star quality to come out. I agree. I also was like, whatever. But I gave her an eight because she's a great dancer. Our next pair, Olivia and Val, dance the samba to I Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King. Val and Olivia compared their bond to Simba and Nala. And I thought it was kind of sweet that he was Nala and she was Simba for the dance. She talked about how she is the best partner, which we know because she has a really great PR team. So they definitely hooked that up for her. I loved this dance. I thought it was adorable and really, really fun. There was such great movement and she had great costumes. I love that he was also barely wearing any Disney attire. Like clearly Dancing with the Stars needs Val more than Val needs Dancing with the Stars. 
So in their package, like they do have great chemistry. And and after the judges commentary, you know, Tyra asked her some awkward question and Olivia handled it well, but just saying that she totally trusts Val and that's why they make a really good partnership. I also feel like Olivia has like a little bit of a crush on Val. Like when you're the same way that I feel like Je- Jojo has a crush on Jenna. Though, And it's funny because Jenna and Val are married, but... <laughs> I just feel like the way she looks at him, she's just sort of like batting her like Bambi-esque eyes at him. But I feel like it's a little more like, you know, playful. She's She knows yes. that it's, you know, she knows he's married. It's just like, you know, she's spending all this time and doing all these like romantical dances with this attractive man. I, I you know, she's 22 years old. How you can't really blame her for getting the butterflies. But I thought their dance was great. She is really, I am just shocked with her progress. She's really keeping up with the, more professionally trained uh, contestants uh, this season. And the one thing I do think she's she's getting there in terms of trying to embody the character, but I still feel like she's sort of just like smiling and giggling and looking at Val. And and for this dance, it worked, right? They're supposed to be these two little lions just like pouncing around playing together. But at some point, she needs to be serious and in character. I feel like we saw her last week be serious and she stayed serious, but she didn't necessarily embody a character. I want to see her embody a serious character. I agree with you. The judges gave, she got a 35 out of 40. She got nines from Len, Derek, and Bruno and an eight from Carrie Ann. I gave her an eight as well. I gave her a nine. I loved this dance. Oh, wow. So exciting. Derek made a weird comment about not being a cat person because she was dressed up as a lion, which was just like. That was really super weird. But Bruno redeemed it when he meowed. And yet Carrie Ann said she loved the chemistry and Len said zippity doo da, lots of zip and no doo da anywhere. Yeah, that was a weird thing to say. <laughs> After this, we got our Tyra outfit change. She clearly was not confident when she came out to talk to us because she actually talked us through our outfit and it wasn't very, very good. She looked like she was wearing a bunch of curtains. What did you think of her outfit change? That's a great way to put it. And she was like, it's a nod to Lion King. And she was wearing this like silver tiara that had a lion on it. But like they didn't wear crowns in the Lion King. So I don't know where she was getting out with that. But I mean, I, I mean, we've said it before. We've said it again. Who hates Tara in that wardrobe department? It's, it's a mystery that we have yet to solve. It's really all of production. So our next contestant will be giving me nightmares for weeks. And that is the Miz and Whitney. They danced to Aladdin, Friend Like Me, and they did a quick step. The genie, it was just honestly terrifying. I don't know how else to describe it. Miz with no hair, ponytail sticking straight up, creepy goatee, all blue. It was just, it was really scary. Clearly Mike the Miz needs to be on the show because they he let that happen. And all I could think of was like, wow, Whitney really hates you because she could have dressed you like Aladdin like but no she decided to dress him as the genie but dress herself looking phenomenally as Jasmine she did look great we learned that he's been married for eight years which I thought was really sweet Whitney wants four kids which is a lot of children you know that's concerning to me but on to their dance <laughs> his face was absolutely horrifying and at first she looked like she was really like worried about him but then she kind of like loosened up and he's working so hard it was like a good dance and the the mickey dance challenge like swooped in and fit in perfectly i mean it was pretty good i thought yeah i thought they did well the quick step is a tough dance and they definitely were in sync they were together i think the the miz in the blue paint and genie attire was so distracting that it was hard to pay attention to whether or not they were doing 
a good dance. But from what I recall, it was well done. And you really can tell that he is working so hard to get better every week. And that I respect. I'm very much looking forward to seeing him tonight as a villain. And I don't know what that will look like. Apparently he plays a villain every day. That's what he kept saying, like in wrestling. That was some WWE joke that I didn't really understand. I thought the judges liked it. He got eights from Carrie and Derek and Bruno, a seven from Len. I think that the overall consensus is that he really needs to hone in his his energy to match the dance. And he's like very like full out and he works really hard, but he kind of needs to like expel that energy in the right direction. But Bruno did call him the genie of the ballroom, which was pretty sweet. He is the genie. I gave him an eight. I thought he did really well. I gave him an eight too. Our next contestant was absolutely stunning. Kenya as Moana and Brandon. In. They danced a contemporary dance to How Far I Go. I still can't believe that she was on the bottom two last week. That's insane. So she got my other 10 votes to last night because I really wanted to, to help put her through this week. She looked so cute. I couldn't even stand it. Her little Moana outfit. She looks amazing every week. First of all, she looks amazing every week. But her little Moana outfit and that like wavy hair. And- yeah, she looked gorgeous. And her daughter is so cute. We got to see her with her daughter in the package and you know she got a little emotional talking about going through a divorce and raising her raising her child and how it was really hard for her to get pregnant and that her her baby was her miracle baby so it was really sweet to see that vulnerable soft side of her from the the perspective of her dance I thought she did so well contemporary is one of my favorite dance styles it's just more modern they can do more fun and interesting lives she was so in character more in character this week there was this little moment where she did the hula and I just died it was such a gorgeous dance I loved that they were barefoot they just had great energy and their chemistry was on display they looked so beautiful there was like freedom in their dance there I loved the lift the judges saw something up with the lift I personally didn't I thought that it was flawless but either way Brandon took the blame for that it was just I thought it was absolutely a lovely dance Derek said this and I thought that this was was great that he said she was like timid at first and then just like opened up and that that hula moment like you mentioned it was just so good. So she got sevens from Carrie Ann, Len, and Bruno, and she got an eight from Derek, and I also gave her an eight. I gave her an eight too. I thought her dance was absolutely beautiful. I can't wait to see what she does on villains, because we've seen her be a villain on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, arguably one of the best villains in Real Housewives history. She's she's probably the best in the franchise. Our next dance was I think the worst of the evening. Brian Austin Green and Sharna danced the waltz to Someday My Prince Will Come from Snow White. They're putting a lot of pressure on this relationship. Sharn is calling Brian Austin Green her prince, and they've only been dating about a year, so I'm wishing them all the best. Sharna talked about needing to ride him a little bit more in rehearsal. It sounds like they don't really rehearse that much. She just kind of like let him on the show, which was not what we assumed. We, we assumed that if she was going to let him on the show, she knew, at least knew that he could dance, and that doesn't really seem to be the case. Yeah, she said she needed to, as his coach, be a little harder on him, and I would agree. The one thing I love, about this dance was that Brian Austin Green finally shaved his patchy beard so that was a step in the right direction but even before the music started I just knew this was going to be garbage Uh, it was 
Yeah. Did you notice his like, he has this weird like gaping mouth face that he makes a lot when he like doesn't know what to do with his face. And it's, he's just staring at Sharna with like his mouth open, like almost like drooling. It's really weird. While he's dancing? Yeah, he was doing that for the better part of the dance. I'm going to have to cheapen out for that. The dance was weird. It was almost like she was going extra slow so that he could keep up. It started with the Mickey dance challenge and it got it out of the way, which was actually honestly good. But the rest of the dance just like wasn't that good. Len said, I never thought the waltz was going to come. There was so much kissing and cuddling, too much wafting, and I would have liked to see a more traditional waltz. And I agree. So do I. I always agree with Len. Derek disagreed. He said his frame is fantastic and beautiful and well, they, he was beautiful and it was well done. I don't know what Derek was smoking before the show, but he's been coming at Len all night. Yeah, this was a little bit when the judges started to fall apart. I think that there's something else going on that like they need to like give these people good grades or something, but they were like all arguing with each other and it was so embarrassing. We had another lift police moment with Carrie Ann. Yes. Carrie Ann came in with Lyft police and it's really funny she when she gets like a reaction from the crowd she like gets really upset which is just kind of fun to watch her react to that Bruno was very hot and bothered talking about like waiting for his prince and like somebody get this man a date he ooh, he needs he needs a honey he seems like a catch too really I Brian and Sharna got sixes from Carrie Ann Len and Bruno and myself and a seven from Derek what did you give I gave him a six as well you got a total score of 25 out of 40 from the judges just wasn't a great dance however our next dance was a great dance next up was Suni Lee and her partner Sasha they danced to a song from the new Disney movie with the music written by Lin-Manuel Miranda one of my faves it's called Encanto and the song that they danced to is Colombia Mi Encanto and they danced to Salsa First of all, this movie looks pretty adorable. I definitely want to check this out. Yeah, great product placement right there. She compared the new Disney movie to her gymnastics career. So I definitely would love to see that and uh, see that comparison. I thought that this dance was so nice. It was like bouncy and joyful. And Sasha really loves to take advantage of her gymnastic abilities and like flip her upside down and make her do splits and headstands and stuff. And I love to watch it. This was definitely the most confident and comfortable that Suni has looked on the dance floor. I think she related to the story a little bit so that helped her get into a character. I mean the content was crazy. So much content packed into that dance and done extremely well. This was a a rebound night for Suni. She didn't have a great week last week with the I'm a slave for you dance. It, It wasn't right for her. This dance, this song, it was right for her and everything really came together and Sasha styled her really well. She looked adorable. She looked so cute. The judges also loved this dance. She got eights from Carrie Ann Len and Bruno and a nine from Derek. They talked about her stank face while she was dancing. Yes, Carrie Ann wants more stank face. And I loved it. I thought that she gave great stank face. It was a very like expressive dance and it was like fun to get her get to see her come out of her shell. Yes, and that's exactly what Len said. And also Bruno Bruno said it was a fiesta of the salsa, which I loved. I gave her a nine. I gave her an eight. I thought it was great. She was just like a little bit stiff. It's almost like she's trying to like pinpoint the moves a little bit I want her to like get out of her head a little bit more Tyra gave the most uncomfortable shout out to Lin-Manuel Miranda at the end a shout out I'm sure he doesn't want (laughs) 
our our next dance was oh, just one of the best of the evening. Melora Harding and her partner Artem, they did the quick quick step to want to be like you from the Jungle Book. We got to meet her husband. What was his name? Gillard? I think it was Gilderd. Gildard. Oh my god. They're actually on the show The Bold Type together. Did he look familiar to you? I recognized him once she said it, but I didn't realize that was her that was her real life husband is also her TV husband. Artem said welcome to Disneyland like he owned it in the opening package. She's like welcome to my home. I loved this is random but I loved the red leather jacket that she was wearing at Disney World and I'm going to be on the hunt for it. I could see you in a red leather jacket. You know I love red. It's my color. (laughs) Her and her husband have been married for 24 years. They were doing the Mickey dance challenge together in Disney World with Artem. That was pretty darn cute. And as for her dance man she brought the content, she brought the technique, and she brought that damn character. She was bouncing all around that ballroom like blue, and I believed it. Oh my god. I absolutely love this dance. She was like so quick and fun, and the Mickey Dance Challenge was included like very seamlessly. I didn't even notice it was there. The only thing was that the outfits were actually distracting. Abs- what was she wearing? Like why she needed to be in a black leather top to be a Disney bear. She had this really weird like peacock feather on her chest that was distracting but then she also had tassels all down her arms and her legs and I usually love tassels but the way the tassels were on on her arms it made her look like she had like an old lady wingspan. Yes we have to be grateful that Artem went and like made a stylistic choice of how to interpret making her this bear from the Jungle Book unlike Lindsay who just straight up put Matt in that horrible Frozone suit. Oh yeah. I appreciate the artistic interpretation more so than the like I would not have wanted to see more in a giant bear suit. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. If she was the Miz, he would have been in a big bear suit. But the judges absolutely loved this dance. Yeah, she got a total score of 36 nines from everybody, including me. Including me. And this was the first, she was the first contestant of the season to get all nines from the judges. She got the highest score of the night. Len said it was the best dance so far. The technique was great. It showed her personality and that she's a dancer. Never doubt that you're a dancer. I got tears when he said that because we saw last week she was beating herself up about these dance moves. I'm so proud of her. Derek said it was the best dance of the night. I, he, I don't think he needed to get out of his sta- his chair and reenact a couple of the moves as he did. Yeah, he was very excited. He did a little jig ditty. He did do a jig ditty. And Bruno said, the queen of the jungle is in delightfully good form tonight. Yeah, this was really nice. This dance seemed to bring the judges back together after Sharna and Brian had ripped them apart. It was really, really nice to see that. Bruno called her the queen of the ballroom. I agree. I'm excited to see her as a villain tonight. I think she's going to bring that sassy side. I'm not sure what Tyra asked her, but wrote down someone coached Tyra had on how to answer questions. Someone coached Tyra on how to be a host of Dancing with the Stars. It's ridiculous. So our next contestant, the comeback kid, Cody and Cheryl, they did the jive to stand out from the Goofy movie. How, what a random niche pick. Like, why did they have to dig into the, like, bowels of the Disney vault to pick 
the Goofy movie. Like, I definitely watched that as a child, but like once or twice. It wasn't one that I was like putting on repeat. I don't remember it at all. Cody said it was one of his favorite movies. Wow. <laughs> this dance was so ridiculous. It was fun, but he looked so stupid and she looked adorable. It just, it looked ridiculous. You could, what's unfortunate is you can tell that they don't have the chemistry that everybody else has at this point in the game. Yeah. And that's really frustrating. I think that we'll see more as they are able to like dance together. I'm sure that they learned this dance part, right? They've been still quarantined this week. That's a good point. But oof. The hair, the out, it was just, it was a lot. And I agree. You can tell that they haven't been together. I'm hoping that they can stick around and and maybe just put in some extra in-person hours now that they're allowed to be face-to-face to to sort of get that back, get their chemistry back on track. Because what we saw in the first, you know, week before, before he had to quarantine, they, they really had a good connection and I was excited about them. So I'm hoping that they can still, still make a comeback. He's clearly got talent because he did, like, they have good moves. It's just like they're, not flowing together as a couple and I think that's what it's missing but you know in the beginning he started out and he was kind of like pop locking it and he did great like he they clearly had he clearly has the talent he has no issue with confidence the judges were kind of mixed he got sevens from Carrie Ann Derek and Bruno and a six from Len Carrie Ann said that her favorite part of the dance was the Mickey dance challenge but Len was kind of like I don't want to be a party pooper but there wasn't enough jive there wasn't enough content and he was disappointed I was kind of disappointed too. I felt like it wasn't as good as I was hoping their, you know, redemption back in the ballroom night was going to be. I gave them a seven as well. I'm still rooting for them. I hope that they can stick around and like we said, get more face-to-face time to to get that connection back. Me too. I also gave them a seven. I'm rooting for them. I thought they showed great energy. They just, it just doesn't compare to the rest of the couples. And I hate that I said that because it makes me sound like Carrie Ann. Our final contestant of the night was Iman Shumper and his partner, Daniela. They danced to Frozen's Let It Go and they danced to Foxtrot. He was really sweet in his package talking about how this is one of his daughters. He has two daughters, one of their favorite movies. He They kind of weirdly played the 911 call where he was on the phone with a 911 operator as he delivered his first child. And then apparently he subsequently delivered his second child. So Iman Shumper, he referred to himself as Dr. Shum, um, has delivered two children, his two children. Wow, Dr. Shum. OBGYN. But moving on to their dance, I absolutely loved it. Loved the set, loved the styling. There is just something about Iman. He just has it. He has the it factor. He is cool. He is calm. He is collected. And he just cruises around that dance floor. His dance was so good. It was such a joy to watch. It was very clean and smooth. There was very clearly no lifts in this dance because he kept that little girl's feet on the ground like cement. And you know I am dying. Just dying for him to just throw her up in the air. I hope we get to see it tonight. I noticed that he needs to like extend fully out through his arms. He's such like a big wingspan and so I want to like see that like really fully extend I feel like he's almost still crunched in he has an absolutely fabulous dance face oh yeah he looks so refined he looks so refined and I loved at the end once they finished their their dance she knew that they nailed it and she just celebrated at the end and I love that I was like celebrating with her yeah and their Mickey dance challenge was so seamlessly worked into the choreography I think this was probably the only dance of the night where 
where if I watched it again, like I wouldn't notice that that was sort of forced to be in the dance. They they did an amazing job with the dance challenge. They sort of did it facing each other and then did some spins to kind of mix it up. And I just thought that they did that really well. He got eights from Carrie Ann, Derek, and Bruno. And Len was watching some other dance because Len gave him a six, which is just robbery. It was crazy. Highway robbery. It was just absolutely crazy. And I thought he liked it. He said it was a very elegant foxtrot. And for a big guy trying to show that romance and beautiful movement, he did a great job. I, I couldn't believe that he gave them a six. Len can be sneaky like that sometime where he gives like decent feedback and then his score is a little shockingly low. Bruno compared him to an eagle. He said that he just like embraced his size. And Derek, Derek complimented his frame. He said he had a beautiful frame and that during the Mickey Dance Challenge, he opened up like a butterfly. I gave him an eight. Me too. I also gave him an eight. I thought it was so good. My favorite part of this entire sequence was his daughter trying to get on stage at the end. She like stood off to the side, just like waiting to hug him. It was really sweet. And Tyra, you could tell, was very nervous that she was just going to like run out on stage. I wish she had. That was adorable. That's a wrap on the first set of dances on this Disney Heroes Night. And before the end of the show, there was a, the judges had to convene and pick one uh, pair that they thought was the winner of the Mickey Dance Challenge. So, and that pair would get two points added to their score for this week. So two points to help them survive elimination. Jenna, I think I'm going to let you reveal the winner of the Mickey Dance Challenge. My boy Jimmy and Emma. Woo! They got those extra points. And you know what? So funny. They jo- they zoomed in on JoJo at the end and she was upset. You could tell. One of the other funniest things that happened at the end was Tyra forgot to pick up her fake microphone and it became this like weird issue. And she was just like, this is live TV and things are just happening. And th- yeah, that is true, Tyra. Things are just happening. She also tried to fake everyone out like there was an elimination that was happening last night and they all looked super concerned and it was like she was like oh we'll see who's sticking around to dance tomorrow night's villains night so they've all worked their asses off on this second dance of the week and then they think for a brief second that one of them is getting sent home without performing it and then she was like just kidding everyone's dancing tomorrow night they panned the cast and they all looked like they were about to punch her in the face it was unbelievable like as the credits were rolling once again that's not Tyra's fault I'm sure somebody in production was like oh it'll be real funny but once again production hates Tyra there's one producer that's like eating lines in her ear just to give a little recap after this first night of Disney night in first place on the leaderboard was Melora and Artem with a 36 out of 40 followed not too far behind from Jojo and Jenna and Olivia and Val who are tied for second place the last place was Brian, Austin Green, and Sharna with a 25 out of 40. And Matt and Lindsay have a 26 out of 40. So not too, too much of a difference there. Who would you say was your favorite dance of Jimmy the night? Jimmy and Emma, by far. I just loved it. You know, I think I have to go with Iman and Daniela. It was so, it really surprised me how well they did. And I just thought it was so elegant. I love Frozen. I'm a sucker for that song, Let It Go. So it just all came together for me. They were a close second for me. And And I think we can agree that our least favorite, well, I don't know, least favorite dance, Brian or Matt? Uh, Brian. It's just because he's not dancing. He's walking. At least Matt's dancing a little bit. At least like Matt is giving us a little bit of his energy. I feel like Brian is just there. Matt looked like a complete fool. But he was, he putting his all into it. Yeah. Brian was drool, was like foaming at the mouth watching, watching Sharna. 
<laughs> well, I think this is a great time for us to pause. We're going to check out night two of Dancing with the Stars, Disney Villains, and we'll get back to you with our thoughts in a few moments after the words from these sponsors. Meg, night two of Disney night. Night two, baby. Disney Villains. Here we are. How, what did you think compared to night one? Better? Worse? I think better, actually, and I think that there was still a lot of Disney, but it was less Disney than night one, which made it a little more tolerable. It was so much better than night one. There were still some absolutely frightening costumes, but overall, I was definitely more of a villain's night. Plus, I love an elimination. I love a double elimination, so it was a good night for us. It was a great night. Not a great night for two of the couples, but a great night for us. Did you have any thoughts on that opening package? The opening package with Bruno getting pissed off at everyone because he didn't get invited to Disneyland. Yeah, that one. I love Bruno. So I was like, all right, this is kind of random, but funny seeing all their like fake excuses as to why they couldn't talk to Bruno on the phone. Yeah, good for him for being a part of it, but it was definitely bizarre. I don't really have many thoughts on it. Tyra was the evil queen, her first outfit of the night. She looked absolutely crazy in that (laughs) spandex. Note to self, if you have to explain your your costume, that it's not a good one. (laughs) And there was another evil queen queen later on the night that looked fantastic so it was kind of unfortunate that she was looking all like a like a hot mess like the hot mess she is Ooh, it was again a rough start for for tyra but her second outfit was better we'll we'll talk about that when we get there shall we dive into our first dance of the evening one of my favorite couples the man who got all of my vote, Jimmy Allen and Emma. They were Peter Pan. Well, he was Captain Hook. She was Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, yep. And they danced a, da- a jazz dance. They danced to Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. So starting off the night with a little non-Disney music, it was appreciated. It was a palate cleanser that we all needed. Definitely. I like how the they definitely chose, hey, is there another version of this Disney song? We're going to go with that version. I appreciated that. One curveball for the evening, Jimmy Allen. Alan is a Disney adult. He's been over 80 times. He proposed to his wife there. I I was shocked. It was an alarming piece of information to learn. 80 times. That he's he's a young man. That's I didn't even do the math until now and it's hor I'm trying to do the math in my head and it's terrifying me. I need to stop. Oh my gosh. It's not a cheap place to go. Like I thought it was a little bit of a red flag when he said he had seen Britney Spears in concert 8 times. Like that yeah. seemed a bit excessive, but Disney 80 times. I wonder if he grew up in Florida and or like the Anaheim area. We should look that up, fact check it real quick. And if he did, then I could understand. Because if you like live in Florida, you could like get a Florida pass. Maybe like that's how he went 80 times. But I'm thinking like 80 flights to Orlando. Um, He grew up in Delaware. So. No. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So that is not he has no he has no leg to stand on there. He's a Disney adult. That's just a fact we learned about your man, your man, Jimmy Allen. But moving on to his dance. It was a lovely dance. I started out pretty worried, but then the lifts came in and bam, he was like in it. I feel like Emma and Jimmy are very in sync. Agreed. They're making progress. He His lifts this week were so much more controlled and the transition out of the lifts were so much cleaner. Like that was the issue I had with his dance last week was that the lifts, like he did them, he could get her up there, but the dismounts were a little dicey. This week, super clean. He seemed just so much more confident doing them. I was super excited to see him in this Captain Hook ensemble. He looked great. He looked ridiculous. He looked ridiculous, (laughs) but it was 
funny and it was fun. And I was so happy to see him without his bandana. But then when he was at the judges table, I saw that little bad boy peeking out from under the wig. So don't worry for the Jimmy Allen bandana stands out there. It was there. (laughs) It was there. The mustache was pretty terrifying, though. The mustache was absolutely horrifying. You know, it was absolutely lovely, though. Those gators in the background dancing away. I love I I loved the set. I thought the set was so good. The judges liked this dance. Carrie Ann showed us the first shot of her absolutely horrifying wig, but it was it was better than the night before. Um, Again, low bar. She said that it was absolutely amazing. She gave him a score of a nine. Yes. And Len liked the concept, the story. He liked the, he thought the lifts were in character. And he told him that he is, Jimmy is surprising Len each week. Jimmy's surprising all of us. Jimmy is surprising all of us each week, myself included. I really was resistant to like him. And now I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on the Jimmy Allen bandwagon with you, I think. He got some of my votes this week. Exciting. Only a quarter, but that's more than zero. Yeah, that's, I mean, votes are precious. It's a a very precious commodity. So I appreciate you allocating a few to Jimmy. Derek, who was sporting a a ridiculous suit with tassels. I'm still, jury's still out on the suit. I'd love, we're going to do a a poll on the Instagram and figure out um, how have you you guys felt about the suit. Did you like the suit? I don't know. I'm, I'm torn about it. The tassels were a lot. They were a lot. It just he he looked ridiculous, but I feel like I didn't hate it, but I wasn't I wasn't thrilled by it. I am starting to come around on Derek a little bit. He might be my Ryan Seacrest 2.0. You might not know this, Meg, but I I really despised Ryan Seacrest for a very long time. And then I started watching Ryan and Kelly and it took me five days, Monday through Friday for me to come around on Ryan Seacrest and I absolutely love him. I would lie in the street for that man <laughs> and his dog, Georgia. He is an absolute treasure and and I'm I think Derek I don't, could he be I don't know he just he was impressed by Jimmy too <laughs> you're just happy that Jimmy Allen is getting good scores he jumped for joy he did a little jig ditty in 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 just celebration for for Jimmy's great great performance he gave he gave Jimmy an eight and Bruno also gave him an eight. He said he he had he said it was badass and he had him hooked. So he got a total score of 35 out of 40. He got nines from Carrie and Derek and Bruno and an eight from Lund. I mean, if you would have told me two weeks ago that Jimmy Allen was gonna be getting nines in two weeks, I would have I would not have believed you. I would have absolutely not believed you at all. I gave him a nine. I gave him an eight, but still, it's it's definitely he's definitely improving and I'm actually enjoying watching him. And he might be a new father by next week. His wife was uh, two centimeters dilated, though he told us that she was two centimeters pregnant. (laughs) That was ridiculous. And also, like, why? I don't know. I struggle with the fact, like, why aren't you with your wife while she's giving birth? But hey. He's on Dancing with the Stars. He's got to make money to support going to their their Disney habit. Those those Disney trips won't pay for themselves. Those Disney trips will not pay for themselves. So our next contestant up was Cody, Rigsby, and Cheryl. And they danced to a song from Beauty and the Beast they danced the Viennese waltz to the Gaston song and Cody played Gaston. Yeah, he was like a little too into that. <laughs> In the package, Cody said that Gaston has a big ego and is super full of himself so he can relate. <laughs> Same, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and he also said, as a true Gemini, I believe we are all part hero and part villain. Cody was pumped to play the villain. He's such a basic bitch. I really love that about him. The dance started off like a little bit wobbly, but it was still like really silly and fun. Like it was almost kind of in character. He really hammed it up, which was his instruction that he needed to he needed to ham it up. And he, I think he did that. What did you think of his dance? I think from a character perspective, he really nailed the the essence of Gaston, but he definitely was wobbly. He 
they like missed their first the timing of their first connection and hold and you just saw it kind of saw him stumble a few times but I also think that their chemistry was so much better they looked so much more in sync than they were the night before I think that he had a good you know follow-on performance and I'm excited to hopefully see him in the coming weeks as they can spend more time together in the the ballroom physically together him and Cheryl yeah I did really enjoy seeing him in the ballroom he he really did like explode yeah he lights up the which stage which is what Bruno said he explodes with talent but he needs polishing like he's he's only been in the he's had so much less time than everybody else that's it, the judges agreed they, they that's like it was kind of like the overall consensus that consensus that he was really bold and good but he needs to be a bit more polished yes exactly and he got a 31 out of 40 so he got eights from Carrie Ann Derek and Bruno and he got a seven from from one and a well done I gave him a seven I gave him a seven too I thought it was good but it was just like so wobbly and I don't know I'm just not sure of their chemistry yet yeah and I just I really think they need more time so I'm excited to hopefully see if he has a big week of improvement next week our next celebrity up was Mel C dancing with her partner Gleb and they danced a Viennese waltz to a Lana Del Rey song and she was playing the character of Maleficent oh yes I feel like Mel C just learned who Maleficent was in that package she like played it off like she was excited about it but I also definitely felt like behind her eyes you could tell that she like had no idea what she was talking about yeah I mean I loved the costuming the set it was a very spooky and dramatic dance it was absolutely beautiful it was very enchanting I was very mesmerized by the spins and the twirls and the smoke it was like very hot but also cool. It was it was a vibe. And I loved I just loved it. And her costume was so good. Yes, and Gleb, I don't know if you noticed this, but he was wearing no shirt under his suit jacket and he had like these purple flames painted on his chest. Oh wow, how sensual. I liked it. <laughs> Cool heat, exactly how I described. The judges liked it as well. Carrie Ann said it was her best dance of the season, although Carrie Ann's been saying that to everyone this week. <laughs> Len said he liked the mood and that it created a fantastic atmosphere. He would have preferred a little more Viennese Waltz content. And he said what was on the label was not on the table. What does that even mean? It was supposed to be a Viennese Waltz and he didn't see enough Viennese Waltz. Len has a stick up his bum sometimes. <laughs> I guess he has to as the head judge. He still gave it an A. Gave it a great score. And Carrie Ann, Derek, and Bruno gave him nines. Derek said it was ominous, forbidding, gorgeous, and well done. And Bruno loved it. I gave it a nine. I thought it was, as you said, perfectly enchanting. I gave it a nine, too. At the end, Tyra made some, like, really weird comment about her body, her muscles. I'm not really sure. Melcy is such a pro. All of these people have been prepped to navigate Tyra's absolute grenades of a question. <laughs> yeah, so she had a 35 out of 40 for that dance and she had a total score of 66 out of 80 for the two weeks combined. One of our favorite couples, Jojo and Jenna, were next. They danced a song from The Descendants 2. I've absolutely never even heard of that. They danced the Pasa Doble. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Descendants 2? I had never seen The Descendants or nor had I ever heard the song they danced to. Their package was really sweet. It was all about like staying true to yourself. Jojo's really opened up about the bullying that she's experienced, which is just really heartbreaking. Um, I've never heard her bullying anthem, but I'm definitely going to check it out now. Oh my gosh. In that throwback to the music video, there's like girls that were in the dance. I remember on Dance Moms, like them filming that music video. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. It's really nice to see her using her platform to help other people. Like she really wants 
to be a good person. And I'm glad that I'm getting to know Jojo Siwa. I agree. And for, in terms of her dancing, it was phenomenal. They did a lot of side-by-side work that I found so gorgeous. I felt like she actually was properly in character this week and specifically in this dance. I, I really enjoyed it and I enjoyed their costuming. Like I loved that they were kind of, you know, wearing the basically the exact same thing, but like Jenna was blue and Jojo was like kind of magenta and subtle differences with the color, but kind of more matchy. And it worked for this dance and I liked it. Yeah, I absolutely love this dance. They were so in sync. The dance they did last night for the first night of Disney was just like so heteronormative and Jojo in the prince role and Jenna in the princess role. And this was so gay and like proud. And it was really lovely to see them just kind of like be all out. And it was so much fun. It was the complete opposite of the other dance. And she really got to like come alive a little. I I really enjoyed it. The Len, Derek, and Bruno loved it. They all gave her nines. Len said that there was amazing control and he complimented her on having two fantastic dances this week. Derek also noted her being super in control and noticed the in syncness in their side by sides. And Bruno called it a pasta doble like no other. The only one who had a little bit of an issue with it was Carrie Ann, who said something interesting. So she gave it an eight, but she she said it was hectic, but then she also said, like, I'm looking for transformation, and that's how we keep the playing field even. I've never really heard any of the judges like up front say we judge each star on a different level based on our expectations of them because of like their basically their skill set, right? It's it's something you always inherently know they're doing. Like at some point, you know, Jimmy Allen's going to get a 10 most likely. And so is Jojo. And like, will their dances be equally matched in terms of content and precision and technique? No, but like, will, is Jimmy, like, has he made a huge transformation from day one? And is he actually a good dancer? Yes. So it's interesting to have them just like, had her, it was the first time I'd ever heard her directly comment on that. That's really interesting. I, I appreciate her pointing that out. And I appreciate that that is the way that they are judging this competition because it makes it fair for Jojo Siwa, who is a trained professional dancer, to be in this competition. I understood what what Carrie Ann was saying. Like there were these moments that were like a little bit hectic and these jumps and throws and they were controlled, but it was hectic. Like that, that is like, it can almost kind of be both of those things. Um, I gave her a nine because I thought she was fabulous. I gave her a nine as well. And so she got a total score of 35 out of 40 from the judges, 70 out of 80 for the two nights combined. Next up was our dear Kenya Moore and her partner, Brandon. She was the evil queen that we all deserved and wanted to see. She looked absolutely gorgeous. She played the evil queen from Snow White. She was dancing a Beanie's Waltz to Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande. In her package, she said that she's playing an evil queen trying to preserve her beauty, and she could relate to that, which I thought was funny. She's done a great job of at preserving her beauty. She looks absolutely beautiful. I just love, this was like our first taste of the night of like ABC just totally taking advantage of their productional powers and just basically turning part of this night of Dancing with the Stars into a commercial for Disneyland Adventures in California, their like new park that just opened because they, yeah, Kenyon, Brandon went on some ride together and a lot of other people and it was like all every time it was like a specific ride like oh we're on the Star Wars ride and they were like at Disneyland California Adventure so that was pretty funny and it also got a little old yeah they have figured out exactly how much airtime they can dedicate to Disney World and they are really using their marketing dollars fully but moving on to her dance I thought it was amazing I mean I think she is somebody talking about transformation I think every single week she started off 
as a good dancer and every single week she has just gotten better and better and she's just I think she really found her confidence a little bit this week and I I just really liked it. I thought she danced really well and I thought she looked gorgeous. I love watching her and Brandon dance together. It's just like so like smooth and I I just loved it. There was like this beautiful body roll. The styling was great. I loved his feathers. I loved his smoky eye. I loved her outfit, obviously. There was just like a really powerful ending. It was just, I thought it was fabulous. The judges were mixed. Carrie Ann and Len gave her seven eh, sevens and Derek and Bruno gave her eights. Carrie Ann complimented her on keeping her center, basically saying like that she was using like her strong core to not kind of bobble or fall off balance. But she did call a lift police on them and uh, definitely dinged them a point for that. I'm so sad to hear that. Len said that the bars that were in hold he appreciated, but he wanted more of that. Of course, Len always wants more of something. And Derek said that her evil queen was a vibe and she's fierce, but he wanted her to believe that a little bit more. Yeah, she definitely looks a little bit nervous while she dances. I get it. It's a lot of pressure, but I, I want to see that confidence because she really, she's got it. I gave her an eight. I, I thought she did a really great job. I gave her an eight too. I thought she was fabulous. So she got a 30 out of 40 for this dance and she had a 59 out of 80 for for the two nights combined. Next up was one of the dances of the evening. Iman Shumper and his partner Daniela danced the Argentine tango to Arabian Nights. He played Jafar. She played Iago, which is absolutely adorable. He has a genie lamp tattoo on his hand. I thought that was so cool because he grants his own wishes. He has like created this really incredible life for himself. He has a lot to be proud of. They went on some Guardians of the Galaxy ride that was basically the Tower of Terror during their Disney World adventure (laughs) commercial during their Disney World commercial adventure. But finally to their dance, we got what we have been waiting for. Those lifts, baby. And you know what? It was better than I could have even expected. He dead lifted this woman up into the air. He made her float. He twisted her around. He threw her up on his shoulder and he made it look like it was nothing. And her stage presence was all there. She's looking directly into the camera. Oh my God. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I was speechless. My jaw was on the floor at that first lift. He, when he bent down and picked her up, it looked like she was on strings. Like it looked like she was literally being pulled up in the air by strings. And then he just flipped her over his head and walked down a set of stairs just like literally still just holding her by the hips over the back of his head like doing a skull crusher with Daniela as the dumbbell absolutely incredible insanity I was like what is he even holding on to her hip bones like literally it was insane and the I love the Argentine tango one of my favorite dances they do this thing a lot where like they almost like the they the girl like jumps up in the air and does like these cute little kicks and the guy's kind of like holding her in the air for like a moment and then they come back down he's so tall and so strong that he was able to like suspend her in the air for so long that she did like eight kicks like normally they can fit two in she looked like she was flying it was Absolutely incredible. And then the the parts of the dance that weren't the lifts were also still so good. Like there was real Argentine tango kicks and flips and content in there. And his little jig at the end that I know you really enjoyed. I loved that at the end. <laughs> and then just deadlifted her again for good measure. Flopped her on the judge's table. I love that he just walked her over and dropped her right down on the judge's table. And, and again, she was celebrating on night one at the end of the Frozen dance. She was doing it that night too. She was like, 
fist bumping. Let's go. And you know what? Props to you, Daniela, because you this the styling, the the stage, the choreography. Daniela freaking nailed it. I absolutely love watching them dance together. I think they have really good chemistry, even though he is literally four times her size. It just works. They work really well together and they trust each other. And we saw that today when she let him just toss her up and she was a perfect little parrot. She was a perfect little parrot. I loved it. And the judges were pretty blown away by this dance as well. Derek just said that it's the it, it's it's going to be an iconic dance and I completely agree those lifts are going to be like Dancing with the Stars legend and Bruno said it was a feat of magical strength Carrie Ann was truly blown away and she said it was one of the most magical dances she has ever seen on this show she had to point out a flexed foot because she had to point out something but you know what maybe that flexed foot was part of it Len said it was his best dance of the season but then Len truly robbed him so Iman got nines from Carrie Ann and Derek he got an eight from Bruno, who said it was a feat of magical strength. And he got a seven from Len. No, don't get me wrong. I am a Len lady. I love Len. My feedback and my thoughts always align with him. But on this, I just could not agree. No, I don't agree either. I gave Iman and Daniela a nine. They deserve it. Yeah, he was watching a different dance. And I gave them a nine as well. Oh, honestly, I this, this was probably my favorite dance of the whole double Disney night. It was my favorite dance of the night. It was really so, so lovely. We got our tire costume change. I was a little worried. I was going to thought it was going to be a Monet, but you know what? This was actually the best look that we've seen. The Queen of Evil loungewear collection. It was a hooded number. Maybe that's why it looks so good on her because it was a cape, but you know, she needs to be comfortable up there. She looked great. So our next dancer up after Tyra's costume change was Melora Hardin and Artem. And they danced a jazz number to a song from Tangled called Their knows best. I've actually never seen Tangled. Unbelievable. It is one of the best Disney movies. It's so good. It's so good. You would love it. Mandy Moore's in it. And I like Mandy Moore. My cousin Danielle hates Mandy Moore, but I like Mandy Moore. I understand why people don't like Mandy Moore. I didn't like Mandy Moore at one point, but now I absolutely adore her. And I think it's a little bit in part because of Tangled. Oh my God, we have to watch it. We're going to watch that this weekend. It's so good. If you haven't watched Tangled listeners, you should pause this podcast and go watch it. It's really that good. So Melora danced, uh, like we said, a jazz number. She was talking about villains in her package and saying that she's heard that some people think Jan Levinson from The Office is a villain, but she didn't agree. I think Jan is definitely a little bit of a villain. Yeah. In some capacity, capacity in some stories Jan is a villain right everybody's a villain in somebody's story but you know Jan she was going through a lot and Michael didn't make it easy for her we will give her that the dance was fun I thought it was good it it was very like light and easy and like performative she gave me like Carol Burnett vibes like it was like just like very kitschy the judges absolutely like loved it I I didn't think it was like the best dance of the night as we know I thought that Iman and Daniela had the best dance of the night but this was really good it was really good it was definitely really good it was in character she definitely was like both nights this week really getting full-on into character and it was almost like a little slapstick comedy-esque yeah I think that works for the jazz dance style so that's why the judges really enjoyed it she got a nine from Carrie Ann a nine from Derek a nine from Bruno and a 10 from Len the first 10 of the season you know it was funny because Carrie Ann 
was raving about it and was like, it's big, it's bold. If it was just a hair safe, if I, if I could say one thing and Len was like, don't you just say things just to make them up? It was witty. It was charming. It was truly delightful. He really like went to bat for this dance and then he gave it the fir- a 10. How is my Len? I liked your Len. Did you give it a 10? No, I gave her an eight. I think I agree with Carrie Ann. It was, I thought it was really well danced, really well done, but it, there wasn't the factor that blew me away. It felt safe. I agree. I don't usually agree with Carrie Ann. I agree. It felt safe to me. I did give it a nine. I, I thought it was really fun and really good. It was like a, Bruno described it as like a musical comedy and that's exactly what it was. It was just like a jazzy juicer. Wait, what? It was just a great jazz number. One thing that was interesting too was she recorded the song and danced to herself singing that Mother Knows Best song. Yes, and she sang it absolutely perfectly. So perfectly. I thought that she might have been the person who sings it in Tangled. She's not, but we Googled that. Next up was your boy, The Miz, and his partner, Whitney. They danced to a song from The Lion King. They danced Be Prepared. I don't remember what kind of dance they did. Either do I, but you know what I will never forget was his <laughs> costume because it was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> my, the Miz wins Disney Week for most terrifying costumes both nights because the his costume from the first night of The Genie and this Scar costume the second night were both the thing of freaking nightmares. I hope he goes to a spa this week and has his skin cleansed because like just the amount of makeup and crap that was on his face the last two days, the glue, oh my God. I didn't know that Mike the Miz in the WWE was a villain. I think that's hilarious. It must be because he started on the real world. And so when he like transferred to the WWE, people like booed him and then that became like his shtick. Like that has got to be where that comes from. I'm going to Google that. I should have Googled it last night. He told this story about how when he won the WWE championship, which I'm pretty sure is rigged. Like, I don't think that like that's an actual sport, but again, we'll look this up. There was a girl in the crowd called who was really angry and they called her angry Ms. Girl. <laughs> and they showed us her. She did look angry. And they showed us her. I thought that was so funny. Anyway, back to this dance. It was an absolute great dance. I loved the lift. I loved the the legwork. The ending was absolutely horrifying i don't remember what happened oh just him like walking up to the camera yeah he like walks up to the camera and roars and i just didn't like it i'm not i don't like it <laughs> i i thought it was a really well done dance i thought it was absolutely terrifying like it, i really couldn't get over the the costuming it was it was chilling it was chilling to the bone yeah it was oof, wow Whew. carrie ann thought it was incredible len said i wasn't prepared for that none of us were prepared for that Len. he said the lifts were in character and there were lovely moments of argentine tango okay so that's what they were dancing they were dancing an argentine tango and yeah so len liked it he complimented the content which is always a big thing if you get that comment from len Derek said there one last punch at the end would have pushed it over the edge. Derek, this did not need to go any further over the edge. I no, we were good. And and Bruno thought it was a great performance, but did note a couple of stumbles. Uh, so he got nines from Carrie Ann and Derek and eights from Len and Bruno for a total score of 34 out of 40 this week and 65 out of 80 for the two weeks. I gave it a nine. I gave it a nine too. It was really fun. I'm just so impressed with how well he dances. Like this is not a trained dancer and he's doing so 
great. He's putting in so much work. And I'm I'm enjoying watching him and Whitney. And I'm enjoying Whitney putting him in all of these ridiculous costumes. Keep doing it, girl. Yeah, I love Whitney. Next up, we have Brian Austin Green and his lover, Sharna. They danced Pasa Doble to a song from the Pirates of the Caribbean. They're wearing coordinating shirts that said, like, I'm with him and I'm with her or something like but that. But it said it in, like, pirate talk, but it was terrible. Yes, it was, like, a pirate talk. Ooh. They basically just discussed the, the movie in the opening package. It was it was ridiculous. The costumes for this dance, I know that it's, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, so, like, ugh, just, it was so, the, the, the makeup was horrifying and... <laughs> Like the boils that they put on Brian Austin Green's face were disgusting. (laughs) They did something to his skin to make it all look like translucent. It was just so gross. There were so many built-in distractions to that dance, probably because it was so bad. I couldn't even pay attention to it. There was explosions. There was smoke. There was a sword fight. There was so much going on. It It was the worst dance. It was the worst dance. He was still just walking around and at times being dragged around by her while she just did like fancy kicks and shit to like distract from the fact that he just absolutely has no rhythm or dance ability. Yeah. A cameraman straight up walked through the middle of it. The the judges didn't like it either. You know, Carrie Ann said it was a valiant effort, which is never... Ooh, Never yikes. a compliment. Len said he liked the aggression in the fight scene. I think Len was just trying to not totally kick this man when he was down. Derek also complimented the fight scene, so that was everybody's go-to. I don't know what to say, so I'm just going to compliment that. Derek said the explosions made him nervous, and you know what? Same. <laughs> and Bruno said he had more firepower tonight, but I think he was literally referring to the explosives in the dance room, the ballroom. He got a seven from Carrie Ann, Derek, and Bruno because they're nice people. A six from Len and myself. What did you give him? I also gave him a six. So that gave him a 27 out of 40 for the judges and 52 out of 80 for the whole two nights. Just just not good. Not, not, good. not great for Brian and Sharna. Our next couple is our former bachelor, Matt James, and his partner, Lindsay. They danced to a song from The Jungle Book. They danced a Paso Doble. We found out in their package that they live in the same building right now in LA. Because I think that they both don't live in LA. So I think they're just like in temp housing. I'm pretty sure Lindsay lives like back in Utah. That must be why. I thought that they were like actual neighbors. I don't think so. No, Lindsay has like a gorgeous home. So they're not really telling us anything about these people's lives, really. No. And then they just did like a trust fall, which it's like, I'm pretty sure he's lifted her in the air. So like, that seems a little juvenile. But I did think that this dance was much better than night one. He was kind of in this snakeskin suit and had snakeskin painted on his body. I thought he looked good. I mean, his body always looks good. Yeah, it was definitely a step up from Frozone. The, the the bar was extremely low, but yes, it was a it was it was a lot of steps up from Frozone and that unitard that I still can't get out of my mind. This was a pretty good dance, I thought. I mean, they they danced like on beat with the music, and I love like the way that the, like you said, I loved the costumes and how like smooth they moved. They kind of like split across the dance floor. I just he's still like very stiff to me, and like he's such a good partner, and that's why he's tolerable to watch. 
he did much better than the last few dances we've seen. But I, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if he's going to have that moment, that aha moment. But Carrie Ann said that she felt like it was the first time he's hurt. She saw him give it his all. Len said that a pasta doble requires posture, passion, and performance. And he saw a little bit, but he could have, but Matt could have given so much more. And Len got a big old boo for that comment. But I kind of can't disagree. A lot of Bachelor fans in the audience. Derek talked about his big feet taking tiny steps. And Bruno said there was nothing snaky about that performance and he called it a a solid performance he received eights from carrie ann derek and bruno and a seven from len he received an eight from me he received an eight from me i thought it was fine it was good and eight's good for me now yeah so he received a 31 out of 40 on this dance and had a 57 out of 80 for the two nights combined next up we have olivia jade and her partner val another another surprising couple like i oh man i really didn't want to root for olivia jade but i do they danced to remember me from coco which is again one of my favorite disney movies they danced a jazz number we got to meet her sister at disney world who i thought was her mother yeah, again, looks just like Lori. It, it's the hair. Once she took off her sunglasses, you could tell she she's, looks a little bit different. But I thought the dance itself was really cute. Oh, I thought it was so fun and goofy. I loved. I loved their styling. Me too. At first, I was nervous that she wasn't in a skirt because I love the way the skirts move. And I think that it definitely helps just sort of like contribute to the vibe. But I loved the lines of suit and I also loved that she was lip syncing the the song it was just so goofy and silly I loved their makeup I really enjoyed this dance me too and Len said he could have danced for joy and it was a joyous performance Derek told Olivia she is a natural born performer Bruno said he kept she captured the spirit in the mood perfectly and that she is getting better and better as a dancer and that she can act as well and then Carrie Ann was the only one who said it, she was impressed with the acting, but it felt a little safe. What does that even mean, it feels safe? That it was not not super difficult choreography. Like, she could do more difficult choreography okay. is, I think, what that means. I wonder if she would say that. Maybe we can DM her and ask her what she means when she says it's a little safe. Yeah, we should definitely do that. So she got nines from Len, Derek, and Bruno, and an eight from Carrie Ann for a total score of 35 out of 40 from the judges, 70 out of 80 for the two weeks mine i gave it a nine i absolutely loved it i also gave it a nine i thought she was fabulous i thought it was nice too that after the scores val did not give tyra a chance to say anything weird he just interrupted her so that she so that he could give a message about hispanic heritage month and i just thought it was so sweet that he said that it wasn't the american ballroom dancers that drew this ukrainian boy to to ballroom dancing it was the salsa it was the the latin dances so i just thought it was really sweet that he called that out yeah that was a really sweet moment good for him for for taking that moment and doing that our next couple up one of my faves as you know sudi and sasha they danced a viennese waltz to i put a spell on you from hocus pocus one of my all-time favorite movies absolutely beautiful it was absolutely beautiful she was a sanderson sister he was thackeray banks what a gorgeous juxtaposition I couldn't handle. She like really looked like Winifred. They the, the costume department nailed that one. Oh, it was so good. 
ABC definitely knows that all of us basic bitches out here have already watched Hocus Pocus <laughs> twice this season. So they they couldn't wait till Halloween night on Dancing with the Stars. They had to give us a little Hocus Pocus early on. We got to meet Suni's sister, Cheyenne, and get to talk to her a little bit. That was so sweet. We both have sisters. So I feel like it was like we can understand that sister bond that they have. Yeah. When she said she missed her sister, I was like, oh, I miss my sissy. I miss my sister too. Hi, Brenna. Hi, Melissa. Going on to the dance, her, the fluidity she had in this dance was absolutely insane. Like just her spins, her arms, the way, like when he kind of like dips her, her back arches back and then she comes forward. It's just so fluid and smooth. It's, it really is. I really actually think that she probably technically is the best dancer right now. Her struggle is still the character and the confidence. I think she's getting there. I think this week she had a really good week. She needed a kind of a confidence boost, but her, her technique is unmatched. Yeah, I thought this was a great dance. It was like airy and there was great movement. It was very like, there's a lot of like light flowing movement in it. And it was very nice to watch. Carrie Ann agrees with you. She said that it was a great performance with matching technique. Len said that he wants to see her do more ballroom dance hold choreography in the next ballroom dance. So that was like a note from Len to Sasha. Derek said what I was thinking in that he was still recovering from Sasha scurrying off like a cat oh at the end of the dance, which honestly I was... I almost peed my pants laughing so hard when that happened. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Yeah, the scurry was horrible. It was it was horrible. It it was frightening. It was not as frightening as the Miz as the genie. It was right up there. I literally took a point off. <laughs> yeah, instead of lift police, it's cat scurry police from Jenna. The scurry police. Bruno liked the flow of movement and he noted that she had beautiful long lines and he said, whatever spell it is, keep it going because it's working. So Suni received nines from Carrie Ann, Derek, and Bruno. She received an eight from Len for a total score of 35 out of 40 for this week and or for this night. Keep saying week, but it's night. And 68 out of 80 for the two nights combined. And I gave her a nine. I really, really enjoyed it. I would have given her a nine, but I really hated that scurry. So she got an eight. Sasha, if you're listening, no more scurries. You don't want to lose points from Jenna. No scurry. Our final dance of the evening was Amanda Klutz and her partner, Alan. They danced a song from Cruella. The song was Call Me. What? What dance did they dance? Uh, the Pasa Doble. The Pasa Doble. Oh, yes, because she was she had been dreaming of dancing the Pasa Doble on this. We learned in her package that she, like myself and Christine Chu, who's no longer with us on the show, is a since season one Dancing with the Stars fan. And she said that of all the dances that she wanted to do, this Pasa Doble was the dance style she wanted to do the most. She was looking forward to. And she was so excited about it. I was happy to see her dream come true. I was happy for her to be able to dance the Pasa Doble. I was terrified once again by Alan's wig. Horrible. He really loves wigs. And this one was pretty distracting. And the one he wore the night before was was pretty distracting too. So um, maybe he could take a night off the wigs next week. Yeah, I think that might need to happen. They did like a cool prop toss that definitely could have been really bad and they nailed it. So that was definitely super impressive in the dance. I felt like she was finally getting into more character. That excitement that she felt about doing the Paso Doble, you felt that in her dance. Yeah, you really did. The judges loved it. I mean, here's the thing. She's 
phenomenal. We know that. Technically, she is phenomenal. So she's going to continue to work on her character and her star quality. And she's just going to get better and better every week. Carrie Ann said it was masterful, powerful, divine. Len said there was a feeling of menace and he loved the interpretation by Alan. I think he was talking about the choreography, not Alan's insane wig. Yeah, really. Derek said she played the part to perfection and he did give her some feedback, but he said, you know, you are so good that little things catch my eye, which makes sense. And I think she's one of those people who she wants the critical feedback because she wants to correct it and just be perfect going forward. It'll make her a better dancer in the long run. That's what she wants. Exactly. Bruno said she was devilishly stylish with a hint of danger, but he did note that she had a little misstep. So she got nines across the boards from the judges, 36 out of 44. The night uh, night two dance, 68 out of 80 for the two nights combined. And I gave her a nine. I gave her a nine too. I thought she was so much fun. So that was our last dance of the two night Disney night. That was a lot of Disney. That was a lot of Dancing with the Stars. And that brings us to our double elimination. They rewarded us with all of that Disney by crushing two of these celebrities' dreams last night. I was really happy they called Cody and Cheryl's names first. They were like, we are not going to make these people wait. (laughs) That was nice of them. And I was happy for Cody. Me too. I'm happy for Cody that he's making it to the next round as well. So we got to our bottom three, which was uh, Brian and Sharna, Kenya and Brandon and Matt and Lindsay. Brian and Sharna were immediately removed from the competition for their (laughs) horrible dancing and low scores. I'm not sorry to see them go. We had high hopes for them. I wish them all the best. I hope that they have a beautiful and healthy and loving relationship moving forward. But I never want to see Brian Austin Green dance again. I have to agree. I think that I I really was rooting for them. I wanted this to be a, a redemption moment for him. We were all rooting for them. And it just wasn't. You know what? It, it just wasn't. But you, like, I agree. You know what? He, he has the ultimate prize because he has Sharna, who's a gorgeous – fun, cool girl, and they're in love. And I hope that on their one-year anniversary, they have a really good celebration. Anyway, that left us with two couples, Kenya and Brandon and Matt and Lindsay. And our judges got to vote. You were devastated to see Kenya down there. I was very devastated. I had gone all in on my votes with Kenya for this week. And I, I don't think it's her dancing. It's not her dancing. It's her lack of getting fan votes and that makes me sad because she has so many fans I want them all to listen and listen to me Kenya fans come on she needs these votes she's doing really well I've loved watching her progression I've loved watching her connection with Brandon grow like I just I really enjoy seeing them on the screen so I was really sad to see her down there Matt and Lindsay I mean after that Frozone suit I was fine with it you were fine with seeing Matt and Lindsay down on the bottom too is what you're saying. It sucks because I love Lindsay, but. To be honest with you, I wasn't mad to see them down there because I also really love Lindsay and I love watching her dance, but Matt's not very good. And I would rather watch everybody else than Matt James dance. So I wasn't sad to see him down there, but I was nervous because I did not think that the judges were going to choose Kenya over Matt. And they almost didn't. Derek, my possible new friend, but still be to be decided, saved Kenya. Bruno threw us a curve. He saved Matt and Lindsay. Carrie Ann saved Matt and Lindsay. And Len Len came in with the double vote. Wham, bam, Uncle Sam. He saved Kenya. But not before Tyra tried to speed him up because they were running out of time. And he was like, you will not speed me up. You will not talk over me. It was a really awkward, fun moment that I'm definitely going to watch again later. Yeah, and then he saved Kenya. 
Right before the curtain closed. I am just so glad that he saved Kenya. Me too. Kenya. I'm so happy that he saved Kenya as well. She really deserved it of the two. Matt and Lindsay, they had a cute little, you know, relationship going. They were they were friends. They were having fun being, you know, neighbors and stuff. But I just, if I had to choose which one of them I wanted to see dancing next week, it was Kenya all the way for me. Absolutely. I want to see Kenya and Brandon dance more. I love watching the two of them dance together. And I was so surprised, especially because... Bachelor Nation is such a big, just has such a big presence. Our girl Kenya was saved. I was happy. You were happy. And thank goodness. It was a great night. Tyra let us know that next week is the halfway point of the competition and it's going to be Grease night. Are there enough songs from Greece for them to do a full night of Grease night? You know, we'll find out if they do. They they might have to tap into Greece too. I'm horrified by that. I don't. I don't recognize Greece too as an actual movie. I feel like I don't remember them always doing theme like such intense themes back to back. Like to go from Disney night to Greece night. That's very thematic. But yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I've always loved Greece. I know the words to all the songs. I'm here for a little Grease lightning. It's actually gonna be refreshing to see some of the younger contestants play the characters of Greece because if you watch that movie, all the people playing 18 year olds are actually like 40. It's actually horrifying what we accepted. I I thought that those were teenagers. I actually looked it up and most of them were in their like mid to late 20s. Still unacceptable. Unacceptable. And also I think back then like smoking cigarettes was so prevalent that everybody just aged much more rapidly. Yeah. So kids, do your skincare regimens and don't smoke cigarettes. And on that note, it's time for us to tango on out of here. It's been a lovely, lovely Disney doubleheader with you this week, Jenna. No one I'd rather do a Disney doubleheader with. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for the Shit Talk Tango. If you want to follow along on our Dancing with the Stars journey, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the Shit Talk Tango. If you enjoyed this pod, please rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Shit Talk Tango.